From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. What are the Heat going to do? It feels like this is going to happen soon, right? Like, this isn't going to drag out another week and a half. So why would you say that? I, because I, I think everything's coming to an apex now. Because of Vegas? And the conversations, the meetings that are being had. I, yeah, I, well, I, also because of the uh, of the the report that the jazz the or, jazz are willing to shop Donovan Mitchell. Sure, it seems like things are starting to move along a little bit. I hear you, but the reports sound the same as they did when free agency. Well, because opened. here's what happened. I, I think the Donovan Mitchell's agency, CAA, they're trying to put out there without. Outright asking for a trade, they want the Jazz to see sure. that Donovan Mitchell's available and put some pressure on the Jazz. Kind of tell them indirectly, hey, he doesn't really want to be a part of whatever you're putting together now. He wants you to start taking some offers, and we're going to help you by putting this out there and create a bidding war. You're welcome, but he doesn't want to be with the franchise any longer. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. And when you put it like that, I think it's perfectly timed. So here's what we're talking about. Last night, just after 5.30, Adrian Wojnarowski, after previously shutting down inquiries on moving all-star guard Donovan Mitchell, rival teams say the Utah Jazz are showing a willingness to listen on possible trade scenarios, sources tell ESPN. I mean, that right there kind of sounds like progress, right? Yeah. Kind of sounds like, all right, get your final offers in and let's roll. The Heat have been so quiet, so quiet, which leads me to believe there's something that they've been trying to piece together. Dwayne Wade is probably doing something in that Utah (laughs) jazz office. I like it. D-Wade conspiracy theories. Absolutely. I'm all in on this. I love the... I love... I think there's Let's a D-Wade go. conspiracy theory and, in I mean, this at all. If there is, if, and hopefully he's willing to take the tampering, fine. Because this is just awfully hilarious if D-Wade infiltrates Utah and ends up getting Donovan Mitchell, one of the brightest stars in the game. Not only to that, come down to Miami. but yeah. I definitely see a scenario where Pat Riley's just lounging in his nice leather comfy chair, picks up a cell phone. He probably still has D-Wade on speed dial. Dring, dring, dring. Rings up D-Wade. Mm-hmm. Hey, I heard you guys have a little thing about Donovan Mitchell. You guys want to talk a little negotiations, a little trade offer or something? Like, I definitely think Pat Riley has already reached Let's out to go. D-Wade. The godfather. I, I I tend to think Donovan Mitchell's probably a little bit more realistic than KD. But I also think there's still a chance at KD. I also still think there's a chance at Kevin Durant. I'm not willing to say that Kevin Durant is going to stay in Brooklyn. I do think that Kevin Durant is going to move... And it, whatever happens with Donovan Mitchell is going to help push this along. By the way, your phone ring, Jeanette. Ding, ding. I like that it sounds like one of those old-timey 1940s phones where you hold the, 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 the phone horn to your ear and then you have your speaker piece in front of your head. Honestly, that's exactly what I imagined, too, because <laughs> we had one the Dominican Republic growing up. Uh, really? Yes, we did. Oh, wow. Uh, operator, connect me to Seattle, Washington, please. But do it in Spanish. That's crazy. Oh, speaking of, I have um, one of the more Spanish things, Hispanic things for you. I'm going to read you later on in the show. Um, let's hear from, uh, who was it talking about Donovan Mitchell, the the fit with uh, the Heat Stone? It was Woj. Was it Woj? Yeah, I it was thought Woj. it was on KD. 
So we have Zach Lowe on Kevin Durant, but we do have Woj on Donovan Mitchell. Okay, here's here here's Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN on Donovan Mitchell. What is the latest on KD here? Malik, uh, I think the Miami KD is certainly one of the most determined teams to try to acquire Kevin Durant since he asked uh, for Do that better, trade. You know, cut, off, better. cut off the sound uh, for a second. I want everybody uh, to understand what just and, happened uh, here, uh, okay? And he said it confidently. Yeah, yeah, Because oh, I clipped it. <sighs> so, I want, I want... I clicked the wrong one. I do have Woj on D-Mitch. I apologize. Okay. But I also don't think it's Woj on Donovan Mitchell. Just play the clip. We'll find out. We'll but I need out. to know who it is. I just love how Stone, you asked Stone literally like three, four times. Yeah, it's Nick Ferdale. And he said it so confidently. Yeah. Like he had his thing so well put together. Sit down, Stone. Do you Sit have down. the do you have the Nick Ferdell, Stone? Nick Ferdell on on Donovan Mitchell to the heat making sense? Okay, so yeah. Or yeah, you do. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's on so, Kyrie. Uh-huh. We don't know yet. So here we go. Here's what happened, okay? I came up with the audio I wanted to use. In this particular portion of the show, okay? Uh-huh. So I'm the one who found it, and I sent it to Stone. Good. We've got it. Everything's good. So then I call for it, and Stone, and it's fine. He can just say, hey, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I don't care. If, if Stone says, I'm not ready yet, let me find it, it's all good. But instead, what did he try to do? He tried to, uh, here's, here's Adrian Wojnarowski on, on Donovan Mitchell. But you heard me. I told him, are you... I don't think, I think that's on KD. He's like, no, 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 it's on Donovan Mitchell. I've got it. All right. And then that Adrian Wojnarowski cut where I said, it's not on Donovan Mitchell, it's on AD. <laughs> Let's listen to the first three and a half seconds of it, and you'll find out what Adrian Wojnarowski was talking about. What is the latest on KD here? Oh, weird. It's almost like. <laughs> I knew that we had the Adrian Wojnarowski on KD, and there was no Woj on Donovan Mitchell. Weird, Jeanette. Weird. It's also really weird how you've literally said Adrian Woj's name, last name, Why can't every I say Woj? three words. I know. Why can't I just say Woj? It's so much easier than Adrian Wojnarowski. Do you think subconsciously <laughs> I'm just, like, flexing? Yes. It's like <laughs> saying Adrian Wojnarowski over and over and over Tua again. Tua Tagovailoa. I could say his uh-huh. name right. right. Can, and I will, yeah. instead of saying Tua, yeah. I'll so be can, like Tua Tagovailoa. Ken Flex is there too and does Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. That's how <laughs> you it, actually pronounce it. Not Tagovailoa. It's oh, Tagovailoa. I was close. Whatever. So here, here, here's Nick Friedle. Here's Nick Friedle. <laughs> I'm Donovan Mitchell and uh, the possibility of the heat. Plans for Mitchell. Uh, Kevin, simply, you know, Utah's willingness now to listen to overtures on Donovan Mitchell. The the return they got on Rudy Gobert was significant. Essentially, five first-round picks. And now Donovan Mitchell, the teams had been calling, and the Jazz had been shutting them down, saying we are not interested in listening. But I'm told they are listening now. And it would take, listen, a, a significant offer. Uh, to get Donovan Mitchell out of Utah, and they're listening on all their players. I think everybody, they're, everybody's, uh, they're open to listen on everybody on that roster. But certainly, Donovan Mitchell is their most significant player, their most significant asset. Four years left on a max deal, uh, but the Jazz now are willing to listen to teams as they call and make trade pitches, and that's clearly a change in direction for this organization. Their general manager Justin Zanuck said the other day. Uh, and, and perhaps started to open the door to it by saying, essentially, nobody's untouchable 
on this roster, and it's not their intention to trade uh, Donovan Mitchell. But uh, clearly now uh, their willingness to listen certainly and opens up a lot of avenues around the league. This is a player uh, coveted uh, by numerous teams. And certainly when you see a trade market that includes Kevin Durant, you know, players of that caliber, all of a sudden it can possibly open up, you know, multi-team scenarios uh, as we continue in, in trade season well into the summer. Yeah, and, and, you sp- and so that was, but that was Woj, Stone. Like that was, that was Woj on Donovan Mitchell. That's good, but that was Woj on Donovan Mitchell. That wasn't even Nick Friedle. So that one's titled Adrian Wojnarowski update on Donovan Mitchell. Oh my God. Do you <laughs> now it's just on principle? Do you have the Nick Friedel on? I, I don't even care about the Nick Friedel cut anymore. He's living his best life. Keep going, man. Just, <laughs> just keep play. going. You know what? Honestly, just play whatever you oh. want. Audio roulette. Let's yeah. go. I don't, we don't even have to talk about basketball. Just play any audio from anything, and That'd we'll try and guess what it's from. That'd be a lot of fun. Like Look. circus music or an old clip of uh, "I Dream of Genie." I don't care. <laughs> what was the Excuse last me, time? Greeny, hey, it's this Fidel. is the deal for Miami. We got make. it. I spent a lot of time in the postseason with the Heat. They got bogged down offensively. It was either Jimmy Butler or nothing. Donovan Mitchell would take pressure off of Jimmy, and he would get the offense to move a little bit more. What's even more crucial? You don't have to give up as much to get Donovan Mitchell as you potentially would for Kevin Durant. So Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Bye. a boatload of picks. Bye. Whatever it Bye. takes Bye. Miami Bye. to get Mitchell, that makes a lot of sense because he gives them the other score to go too late. So I know it would fit with the Knicks, and I know Tibbs is losing his own mind trying to figure out how to make it work. But to me, the fit is in Miami. Big- See? I, I just I think there's a lot there that could work. I think the Timberwolves screwed some things up here because they gave up so much for Rudy Gobert, and the Jazz think that that was normal. It's not. They they fleeced Minnesota mm-hmm. from a picks standpoint, and great they got Rudy Gobert, but they gave up so much in the ancillary, and I think that that has sort of screwed up the market a little bit. But Donovan Mitchell is going to have to be a little bit more pushy. But I think the Heat, the Heat, I think are the the Heat are the destination I think Donovan Mitchell would want to go to in a trade. I think the Heat are the destination KD wants to go to in a trade. Who do you think would call first? Dwayne Wade or Pat Riley? Well, D. Wade's not doing the deal. Well, he's in there. He's talking. He has to be talking. Now, he might be the conduit between Riley sure. and Danny Ainge. Yeah, those Danny two Ainge don't get Riley, along. Yeah, those two don't get along. Yeah, that that phone call, that 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 voice to voice phone call, probably that's where Andy Ellisberg goes in and and does the deal, and Pat Riley kind of stays in the background, just directing in that spot. But then there is KD out there still. Yeah. So we got all excited with Woj's tweet and his subsequent sound that I didn't call for that Stone had that he played, Which and one? then I wanted the Friedel, yeah. and then he called, played Woj, and then we finally got Nick Friedel. There's a lot of them. But there is Adrian Wojnarowski then on KD, and who's been the most aggressive. For KD, and guess what? This on Sports Center, it is the Heat. What is the latest on KD here? Malik, uh, I think the Miami Heat have been certainly one of the most determined teams to try to acquire Kevin Durant since yeah. he asked uh, for that trade. And really? they've talked to Brooklyn uh, here in uh, Las Vegas, and uh, ultimately for Miami, 
and Brooklyn specifically to do a deal. They're going to need a third team, perhaps even a fourth team. There's really not a one-on-one -on -one deal they can do. Uh, Bam Adebayo, uh, Ben Simmons can't be on the roster together based on their contracts. And so they're going to need to be creative around the league to try to find a pathway to a deal. But teams like Miami, mm. the question they have to ask themselves, are ask themselves is, you know, how much do we give up that if we bring in Kevin Durant, are we a championship contender? How much of your infrastructure can you gut? Brooklyn's asking price is steep. Brooklyn continues to talk to a number of teams here in Vegas, uh, no closer to a trade for Kevin Durant. Uh, but I think especially teams like Miami, Phoenix, who need help. They don't really have a one-on-one -on -one pathway to do a deal with Brooklyn. That makes it more complicated. You know, the Toronto Raptors, uh, Scotty Barnes continues uh, to be a non-starter for the mm. Raptors in any Kevin Durant discussion. And so there's certainly been uh, no progress there with Toronto. I think for right now, you know, this is a process uh, that's going to continue and may continue beyond Summer League. So the Heat are coming at it on multiple fronts. At the very least... I think you should be wildly encouraged at how aggressive the Heat are trying to get one or the other at this point. There's the report from the Salt Lake Tribune that the Heat, even before this Woj tweet yesterday, sent an offer for Donovan Mitchell that the Jazz turned down. But the Heat are going for it. I don't know if they're going to land either, but I do know their chances of landing one of the two are probably higher than any other team that might be pursuing both. Just what, what scenario would be best for you? KD, you have KD, best player in the world, without Jimmy. But uh, see, they, or they, you have doing Donovan that. Mitchell. Yeah, so, so with your starters, but you don't have Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson. So as, what do you uh, prefer? As far as the Heat being on KD's wish list and being in that one spot, KD wouldn't have put him on the wish list if Jimmy Butler wasn't on. Yeah, the team. it's got Jimmy and Bam have to be a part of KD coming to the Heat. Now, if we're playing hypothetical game. I would take uh, probably KD with the intact Heat uh, roster surrounding him no doubt. over Donovan Mitchell and Jimmy and uh, Bam. Okay. Um, just because it's KD, right? Like, it's it's Kevin freaking Durant. But more realistically, getting Donovan Mitchell is the more realistic option for the Heat. It just feels like. And is KD Heat culture? Yeah, I think so. I think most definitely. I think, I think he's too sensitive. I think that's where we that's where we get things mixed up, though, because uh, I, I think Katie's reached a point in his career where he doesn't want to deal with any of the drama anymore. And he can go to a place and, and not yeah. be that verbal leader and let Jimmy Butler handle that side of things, and I'll play ball. Put Don the ball in my hands. I'll Donovan Mitchell was in a constant like state of bickering with Rudy Gobert, so it's not like Donovan Mitchell is is bereft of of drama. He had it in his locker room with Gobert for. The, the last several seasons. I personally don't see UD and Kevin Durant getting along. I think they're boys. Are they? Yeah. Why does it matter? Uh, if, on the court? Like, I just don't think Kevin Durant is he culture. I don't think he'd be a good fit. I think you gotta personality respect, You got to respect his game. He's one of the Oh, I mean, I think as it stands right now, the best player on the planet. And you can do a lot with that. And like I said, let yeah. Jimmy handle, carry the weight, be the verbal leader, wear the crown. But, you know, when second half starts, let KD take over I the game. I think KD would absolutely fit in superb in the Heat locker room. I think that dude works. I don't think so. We, we, I think we'd finally see him play. Not that he doesn't play defense, but he would level up on the defensive side of things, too. Well, I'd also have more help than what he had in Brooklyn a from a defensive standpoint. Yeah. Like guys who actually, I don't know, want to try defensively. Just start there, and the Heat are a significantly better option. So all I'm saying is that, yeah, these things are swirling around, and there hasn't been any progress yet. 
and you're wondering, what are the Heat going to do? What are the Heat going to do? Because right now, it seems like you've got uh, your, your starting four this year is going to be uh, Jovic, <laughs> or UD for that matter. Not great, but I think that they're one of the two. If you were to to put the pressure on me to to say, do they get something done with one of the two, I would have to give a yes. I think it's going to happen, and I think they've been at this at, at, for some time, and these types of things take an awful long time. Think about it. Big three was put together going all the way back to the Olympics the previous year because D. Wade had been, or the, the Olympics two years prior, because D. Wade and LeBron had at least started to broach the topic, okay? That took years, years behind the scenes. The Heat are trying to do this in one singular offseason because both kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, when we return, Novak Djokovic, U.S. Open. He has a chance to tie history, or does he? She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are going to have what's going to turn into a very divisive controversy in just a couple of weeks. Heading into the U.S. Open. I promise you that this is probably going to get pretty ugly. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, speaking of really ugly, if your AC goes down, ugly. If it happens in July in South Florida, not good. Your AC goes out. Your family members are wondering, what happened? What do we do now? And then you tell them, oh, man, I... I, I, I knew the AC felt weird the last couple of weeks, and then someone's like, well, why didn't you do something about it? Then your family's upset with you, and then it turns into family strife, and nobody wants that, okay? That's why you need EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes, EDS air conditioning. They're a trained comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That means they use the best equipment. That means that what they are providing you, AC units, AC parts that are durable, that get the job done, that makes sure that you can live in comfort. You know the heat index today, Palm Beach County? 105, 106, 107. Fun times, right? Imagine that. You get home from work, it's hot as you know what, and you walk in and your house feels like it does outside. Your condo feels like it does outside. That sucks. And you know what? There's going to be some people living that reality today. So heed my advice. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They make appointment schedules around you, so you're not held hostage, so you can get the comfort, you can get the AC, and you don't have to wait for it, because, man, is it uncomfortable. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Okay, so Novak Djokovic wins Wimbledon, beats Nick Kyrgios on Sunday. And he is now just one off Rafael Nadal's record for all-time Grand Slam wins. Now, that's great. But the reason Rafael Nadal is even in that position is because Novak Djokovic made the decision. And I want to put it out there. I want it to be abundantly clear where everybody knows where I stand on this. The decision not to get vaccinated, a decision that I wholeheartedly disagree with. With Novak Djokovic. In fact, I could not disagree more with Novak Djokovic and his decision not to get vaccinated. Not just from a legacy standpoint, 
and it's held them back, but from a pure doing what's right for society standpoint, okay? Just so I'm real clear where I stand on being vaccinated, that's where I stand on being vaccinated. You should be vaccinated, okay? So, Novak Djokovic, based on United States law, is not going to be allowed into the country to compete in the U.S. Open because he's an unvaccinated foreigner. Yep. So he has, in all likelihood, he can just pack it in for the rest of the year. He'll he'll play tournaments where in countries he can get into, but as far as an attempt at tying history and his ongoing quest to become the all-time greatest tennis player that has ever taken to a court, the most grand slams, the most tangible number to prove that, he's not going to get his opportunity in Flushing Meadows. That's his issue, unfortunately. Because I know traveling, when I go to different countries, and I'm talking on that standpoint, I'm going to Costa Rica in August. I've already had three different emails telling me if you want to enter Costa Rica, you have to have a negative COVID. You have to have proof of vaccination. If not proof of vaccination, you have to be negative 72 hours in advance. That's his personal decision, and that's a consequence he has to face. I'm sorry. Here's the difference between Costa Rica and here. Costa Rica is still trying to fight COVID. In the United States of America, we have completely thrown up the white flag and said, hey, whatever happens, happens. Do you understand? They're not testing players anymore either. They're, they're not testing players. We're not testing citizens. Um, community spread is through the roof again with the newest variant of Omicron, and it's business as usual. Wear a mask. You're going to get looks in the mall, at the store. Oh, it's absolutely on political. The now. It's, it's political. been so politicized yeah. that the best option is meh. The U.S. approach to COVID now is meh. It's running rampant again. Hospitals are filling up again, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to be vaccinated anymore to get back into the country if you're an American citizen. There is no difference in that than there is. An unvaccinated foreigner. There is no difference between you as an American citizen being unvaccinated, being allowed back into the country without a test now, and an unvaccinated foreigner. None. None. So Costa Rica, they're still trying to curb COVID. Yeah. The U.S. isn't. You know how the, the CDC, when's the last time anybody's heard anything from the CDC about any sort of vaccine recommendations? I got my booster in November, Okay. Anybody under 55, it is now July 13th. Mm-hmm. The BA5 subvariant of Omicron is now raging throughout the country coast to coast. And I haven't heard a single thing from the CDC about what I should do with a second booster that's been available to those 55 and over for months now. I haven't heard a single thing from the CDC about what we do if we're under 55. Where are they? Where are they? Where are any of the testing sites in oh, the country? Gone. And They're try- gone. Completely gone. And trying to make an appointment with Impossible. like TV? No, it's hell. Impossible. So, I mean, I mean, Jeanette, you're, you're jumping ship on that, and you just said, you know, too bad, sucks to suck for Novak Djokovic not being able to come to the country. I personally think it's ridiculous. And, and, and why is this not the simple solution? Just agree- Let him play. No, no not, not even. Just agree to get tested on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. In New York, when you arrive, oh, you're making you more concessions than I would. It, like, 
I, I mean, honestly, me, who I think you should be vaccinated, I think yeah. that the U.S. should still be having people mask up, all of that stuff. I think that I'm just saying, hey, no echo play. You're saying, hey, at least test every day. I agree with that because that respects everybody's wishes. That, that respects his beliefs, yeah. and that still follows the rules that we have in place. And he will be the, he'll be the only one getting tested, too. And if anybody feels as if they need to, come on. Come right I mean, up and let me swab your nose. Going back to the Costa Rica example— if you're not vaccinated, you gotta you gotta show negative seventy two hours in advance. So just do it. Exactly. Just do it. The reason exactly. the reason Australia happened is because Australia has been one of the best in the world at fighting COVID. They are still trying. They are still actively trying to protect its citizens. The United States, we don't care. We don't care. So why in God's name are we gonna put on this performative act? Yes. To keep Novak Djokovic out of the country when. This country has stopped fighting COVID. What's the point? What is Novak Djokovic singularly going to do mm. to have the United States fall in defeat to COVID that we haven't already done for months and months and months and months? It's going to be actually embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be mm-hmm. purely performative if the United States keeps Novak Djokovic out and he can't play in the U.S. Open. Absolutely. And one of the things that you like to touch on, and, and, and I agree with, or I acknowledge at least, is that he is somewhat of a troll, and he likes to poke the bear. Like, he likes to push boundaries. He's arrogant. He's an arrogant guy. He's very arrogant, and immediately after his final win, and when he hoisted that trophy and beat Nick Kyrgios, the second question he was asked, you know, <laughs> first was, how do you feel? You know, what went right? And he had to be asked that question by Patrick McEnroe. Yeah, and then the second one he was asked was, "Are do you plan on getting vaccinated with you know the U.S. Open looming?" And he <laughs> no. said, "Absolutely not." Yeah. So there's one thing, and and then there's this, and here's what I mean by poking the bear. So there was somewhat of a, I'm putting hand quotes around it because they were using it, but a bromance between Nick Kyrgios and, and, and Novak Djokovic, oh, and they acknowledged, <gasps> no, they both admitted that's it. That's terrible. And, and which also pushes people the wrong way, right? Like, oh, here we go again, but. Talk about red they, flags. They agreed. Uh-huh. That's yeah. that's yeah, absolutely. That Saturday they agreed to have a dinner, win or lose, whoever wins right. or loses. Right. So last night on Twitter, Kirio said, "Yo, where's my dinner at?" Straight up, like you, owe, you know, where's my dinner? And uh, Novak said, "I actually just called everybody, every restaurant in London, and they were all closed. I'll book us a reservation in NYC." Uh-huh. And he threw up an emoji. He had like a, a fingers crossed emoji with like a, a teeth grinning, and like that's why in the first place. We didn't let him in because his tweet was that he got a free pass or there's an exception made for me to come into Australia. Right. That's what flew everybody into a frenzy. Now he's dropping tweets. Mm, let's save the dinner for NYC. Yeah, he's trying to... You know, he's just making fun like yeah. of the performative yeah. act, and which I respect. But but I, I think he's making it worse. I don't think there's that, That's what I mean. That. That's what I mean. He's poking yeah. the bear. Like, that's why he wouldn't be let in because he's, he's arrogant and he's pushing buttons. But the bottom line is, and again, like... I, it drives me crazy. Novak Djokovic hasn't been vaccinated. It drives me absolutely insane. And it held him back in Australia. He probably owns the Grand Slam record now if he sure. goes to Australia. I'm with you. That, I mean, that's one of his dominant tournaments. Oh, and it yeah. was embarrassing the way that him and his team handled everything in Australia. And Novak Djokovic is not a victim, okay? I don't want anybody <laughs> thinking that I'm trying to make Novak Djokovic out to be a victim. He's made his own bad decisions, okay? But what I'm saying <laughs> is that... This country, the way we have decided over the last several months that COVID is just a thing that we're going to live with as more and more and more die and get sick and get long COVID and are going to suffer long-term problems because, uh, 
ah, I don't need a mask. Everything's fine. Ah, booster. Yeah, Ron told me I don't need it, so it's fine, whatever. Uh, you've got the Surgeon General of this state basically going full-on science denier. That guy's dangerous as hell. If we in this country have decided COVID's done, why are we keeping out Novak Djokovic? Why are we keeping out unvaxxed foreigners? How are they any dangerous than what we've made this country from a COVID perspective? It's simply just to say, oh, we can do that. It's a power play. And it's wrong. It's Novak Djokovic should play in the U.S. Open. It's very wrong. And and, and if you would uh, allow me to peek behind the curtain, or if you just need a nugget to tell your friend of why he is going to play in the U.S. Open, and 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 I think he is. I think we fold uh, and and let him into the country. It's because it's not us once, folding. It's just having common sense. I, I agree, it's but I, I it would be it's I think they're right. gonna end up victimizing themselves and giving in and allowing him the acceptance. But when Wimbledon banned Russian and Belarusian players. Which I think was wrong, too. Which I, I, I think was very wrong. So what the Tennis Commission did after that was not give any of the players an op- opportunity to win points from that tournament. So nobody mm-hmm. won a single point for participating or let alone you know advancing in Wimbledon. Now Novak Djokovic has slid to seventh in the rankings. If he can't go to the U.S. Open, he'll slide out of the top 15. And I don't think tennis wants to do that. You don't want to get into a war of basically boxing a player out, let alone the best player in the world. So I think because of the points... They have to let him into the country and but have to let him play the U.S. It's Open. It's not up to him. It's up to the, the State Department. Yeah, and they're going to have conversations that, I mean, with the Tennis Commission. Like, we can't let this guy slide to 15, 16 in the rankings. Like, what are we doing? What have we come to? Why are you guys doing this? And it's not a New York thing. Mm-mm. It's a United States thing. Yeah. In New York, It's a national thing, for they, sure. Yeah. So, do, do you think unvaxxed Novak Djokovic should be allowed to play the U.S. Open? Should unvaccinated Novak Djokovic be allowed to play in the U.S. Open? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Should unvaccinated Novak Djokovic be allowed to enter the United States and play in the U.S. Open? 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Let me tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, Greenway Kia is where I got my Kia K5 GT. You are going to have one heck of a car buying experience. And I'm not just saying that, uh, Greenway Kia, trying to, trying to sell something. What I'm doing is I'm trying to tell you that this is a place where if your credit is poor, it's okay. I get that it, things are tight. They are really, really tight right now. Everything costs a ton. And it is hard on a day-to-day basis for a lot of us to make sure that ends are meeting, that uh, people are comfortable, that family members are handled. And so at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, they get this, especially, like, let's be honest, your automobile for some, like, that's the most expensive thing you own, right? And so this is a massive purchase, and it needs to be worthwhile, and it needs to be something that you can afford. And at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, they are doing their best with their credit clinic and their bank reps on site to help you drive off the lot with a Kia that is right for you and your family. Something fuel efficient, something fun, something big enough for the family, something that is is right for you and something that's not going to have you sweating every time it's time to make the monthly payment. It's what I love about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. 
Those bankrupts, that credit clinic on site is a total game changer. Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com. Check out the selection first. Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Log on, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Com. Novak Djokovic, he is unvaccinated. Unvaccinated foreigners are not allowed in the United States. Right now, Novak Djokovic, as it stands, will not play in the U.S. Open because of that policy and will not have a chance to tie the all-time Grand Slam record. Should unvaccinated Novak Djokovic be allowed to play in the U.S. Open? 888-760-3776. 888 888- 760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. What in the hell just happened? Jeanette, what, what exactly were you, you – what was the context in which you brought up the – your precipitation cycle to me? Well, Stone and I were having a great discussion about how we've won money in Vegas uh-huh. and directly turned around and oh. spent it on ridiculous things. Right. Like he did with Cheesecake Factory uh, and I did with tequila shots. Right, right, right. So you win money and then you immediately give it right back. It. And she goes, yeah, like the precipitation cycle. <laughs> what is that called? I'm like, the water cycle? She's like, oh, yeah. The precipitation I had, you, would, you would think it has more of an elegant like, no, name. No, it's the water cycle. No, no. I have an MBA, and sometimes the intelligence accrued from my MBA comes out. And that was a moment. Water evaporates clouds back to the earth. Water evaporates the water cycle. Je- Jeanette and Stone win money. They turn around, <laughs> go to a place, spend the money. We win the money. That's our cycle. Woo! <laughs> Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? Well, at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. How early are you waking up for the Open Championship tomorrow, Stone? Like, are you going to, like, set an alarm for 4 a.m., 4.15 a.m.? You know, Rory tees off at 4.30. Does he really? Uh Uh-huh. The best I can do is, is... Set the alarm for six fifty-five. That's that's the best I got. So uh, seven a.m. I'll 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 be I'll be tuned in. See, I don't think uh, he sits here like oh golf, you know, open championship, hell yeah. <laughs> but he can't even bring himself to wake up to watch more than half the groups. I mean, my sleep. What ske- a phony! <laughs> no, no fake. my sleep schedule. I could get up earlier because most of the tennis matches that I, I do tune into do kick off in other countries, and they're going at five, six, seven a.m. So I'm used to it. I'm used to it, but. Featured group besides Rory is going at that time. Like I don't want to watch Rory for three hours straight before I, you know, get to the office. Um, I was talking with with uh, someone, Rick Haro, who's going to be uh, co-host boardroom presented by the Honda Classic with me tonight, six o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. I'll write it down. He is at St. Andrews. <laughs> Put it in your phone. Um, uh, he his is luggage he really? his luggage never showed up. So he is in he is in Europe. 
He is there for the Open Championship, and he has no luggage. Don't they give you money, though? Like, they give you a $3,000 spending spree? I kind of feel spree? bad. I don't. He has a lot of money. He could buy his own. But, and it's so normal in the airline if industry this happened to these you, days but, for but, luggage to be lost. But this is different. Like, you're... You're going to a different. If I went to a different to buy country, Scottish clothes. Yeah. If my <laughs> luggage didn't show up and I had to go start buying Scottish clothes, I don't even know what that I is. Like not, high socks. This one, the short hat, the short bill. <laughs> I do not feel bad for a guy whose issue is buying clothes when he is going to the U.S. Open or the I Open Championship. Be, same I, thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love that argument though. You're right. I do not. You're right. Know. And uh, traveling is a pain in the buttocks right now. So. Have a carry on. I would be. He should have done his research. I, you'd come back with some very nice clothes, Ken. No, I don't want to. That is an opportunity to find some class and elegance in your closet. <laughs> and like, he has the budget to do it. So the mere on. thought of being in another country and having to buy clothes because I don't have any is terrifying to me. Depends where you are. Like if I lose my clothes in Italy, I'm gonna be like yes. <laughs> but if I lose it in the Dominican Republic. I'm going to have issues. We're done. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.